0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com One of the mitzvot that the Torah lists, and it's in Parashat Shoftim, is a mitzvah to appoint a king. One must appoint a king as a nation. And this is one of the three mitzvot that Am Israel were obligated to do as soon as they enter Eretz Israel, As the Gemara brings down in Sanhedrin, and Isaac in the Rambam beginning of Ilchot Melachim Milchamot, three mitzvot nistavu Israel beshat knisatan when they entered eretz Israel, they were commanded three mitzvot what are they first one appoint a king שנאמר, som alecha it's ase. The brings this down in mitzvot. taf tzadik zayn lemanot to appoint a king. As we see over here in the Rambam. Second mitzvah, that were obligated is to wipe out the של המלך That's the third mitzvah is to build the mitzvah of appointing a king comes first. The Rambam says, minu kodem to other mitzvot. And therefore we need to understand if that is the, the case, why is it that when Am Yisrael come to Shmuel Anavi and ask him to appoint a king, he starts getting very angry at them and told them that they're sinning. Let's see. In Shmuel Aleph, Perkret kol ziknei Yisrael el Shmuel Ramata. The elderly of Talmud Chachamim, the rabbis, came to Shmuel Hanavi, to the place called Ramah, and they requested the following. We see already that you are old. Your children are not inheriting your position. Appoint for us a king, just like all the other nations. What they're saying is, they request him to make a mitzvah taseh, as we just explained, and because of that, they should be rewarded, they should be complimented, and with that it should be over. But instead of that, Shmuel Hanavi starts rebuking them extremely harshly. Davar Shmuel It was very hard for him to hear that. It was something he, that, that the Torah calls Vayirah. It was, it was bad for him in, in his eyes. Because they said, give us a king to judge us. Shmuel went to pray to HaKadosh What am I supposed to do over here? am Yisrael, doing something so evil. Listen to them. They want to appoint a king. Go ahead and do it. What can you do? That's the way the nation are. They're not. M'O'E'S. But uh, you, but rather, Ki oti mimlochalem. mim lo mo'es mi. What does it mean, mo'es? It literally um, means they got disgusted. But what it means over here is that they're not interested in you anymore. They had enough. They want to move on. They want something else. Who they had enough of? HaKadosh okay, Baruch who says, no, it's nothing to do with you. Don't take it personally. It has to do with me. They're not interested in me. It's very strange what's going on over here. We need to understand why is it that Akadosh and Shmuel are not happy with this? And then he goes back to them and he, he preaches them and he, and he speaks to them very harshly and he tells them that the laws of appointing a king and how the king would be treating them, what would they do to the king, all these things he tells the nation and the nation agrees. And with that we need to understand why is it again that the sinning over here, if the Torah openly says that one needs to appoint a king? Says the Rambam melech Mitzvah That's a question the Rambam asks. So we have over here various ways of how to explain this and it's very much no gear. Our situation, whenever we appoint a leader, king doesn't mean just a king as literally having somebody that has a complete rule over the nation and he can make everybody his slaves. Not necessarily. King means a leader, a leader that leads the nation. And it says here in the mitzvah that the king of Am Israel was indeed a real king. But the same concepts and ideas would apply to any other thing. So the mitzvah of the Torah to appoint a king would be literally a king, not a leader. You have to have a king that's going to lead. But also everybody would be his slaves, everybody would be there to serve him, and so on. But again, the same ideas of a king we can apply to any leader. And let's see what it is. So first of all, the Rambam himself says that the reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't happy and Shmuel wasn't happy is because the way they asked was Betar Omet they didn't ask calmly, respectfully, rather they asked it Betar Omet, they were angry, they're demanding the way that you to ask things is not like that, and that's a very big musa for us because many times we need to ask for something, but the way you ask for something has to be in a respectful way, especially when you ask a Kadoshhu. When you ask a Kadosh it says in the Mishnah said filato keva and If a person prays and he prays keva, which means a regular way that he does his prayer every single day, nothing special. He just comes in front of uh of the tibur as a shlir tibur, or he prays by himself, he takes the sidur, and he just goes through it like he did yesterday on Mincha and arvit. Today he does Shacharit. Just goes through it very quickly, and runs through it, and is done with it. That's what so said filato keva. It's a regular thing. It's not tachanunim. Tfila needs to be tachanunim, which means you have to speak in a words of mercy. You have to speak in a voice of mercy. Which means, much of the tefillah has to do, not only with what you're saying, but how you're saying. And therefore, the halacha, it is halacha in shulchan this is a Gemara. It's a Mishnah, and it's a Gemara, and it's brought down also in the Poskim. And the Biur Halacha says that one should take this very seriously because some Poskim say that it's Me'akev, the Tefillah, and therefore when you pray, if you just skim through the words ta 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 and you finish the whole thing, that's Tefillat keva. That's not. That that shouldn't be done. Rather, what should be done? A sound, a voice of pleading. That's when you ask a Kadosh B'ruh. So over here. When they asked Shmuel for a king, says the Rambam, What was wrong with asking for a king? And says the Rambam, They didn't ask, they should have asked, we want to fulfill the mitzvah. When you want to feel, fulfill the mitzvah, you don't come you don't come angry, you don't come demanding, if you have to do a mitzvah, you ask it in a nice way. And therefore we hear, since they asked it in just such a way that would be demanding, it would be not in a sound, in a voice of pleading, because of that, it was obvious that they're not interested to fulfill the mitzvah of appointing a king, but rather, they didn't want any more Shmuel and Avi, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says they also don't want me anymore, and because of that, Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Shmuel were rebuking Am Israel. This is the sbeir. This is the explanation of the Rambam. But we find even in Chazal explanations why is it that they got rebuked in the Sifri. It's brought down because they said, gam That's what we found in their request when they requested a king. They didn't say just appoint us a king, but they said that they want to appoint a king That was wrong asking in such a way. What's wrong with that? Because, says the Sifri, the reason for that request is to be able to worship Avodah Zarah, just like all the other nations. But right now, they can't worship Avodah Zarah. They have Shmuel, they have a whole system, so it's restricted. But once you have a king, and that king would be a little bit loose, and he would allow, even sometimes encouraged, that's how it was throughout history of the Melachim, that some of them were just lax about it, and some of them even encouraged, some of them obligated to people to uh, worship Avodah Zarah, so that was that was their request. They knew that a king would be able to allow such a thing, or even uh, even encourage such a thing, or demand such a thing, and they wanted to worship Avodah As Back then, there was this extreme desire to worship Avodah Zarah, worship idols. Because of that, they requested a king, and that's what they were, that's what they were wrong. In other words, if you request a king, in order for a king to Make sure that you go the right path and you worship Hashem. That would be wonderful. That is the mitzvah. But since their idea was to appoint a king that would show them and give them a way to worship Avodah Zarah, they got rebuked. Another perush is in the Tosefta Sanedrin Sanedrin is the Kafamudbet. Over there, the Gemara speaks about appointing king. They, it says over there that they asked, as well, That's what was the request, because they said, They wanted to be like all the other nations. Now, it could be that that explanation is the same as the explanation of the Rambam. This is how the Barbanel understands it, which means... They asked in a way that they shouldn't ask. They asked in such a fashion that was wrong. And when you ask, sometimes it's the demand, as the Rambam says. You're demanding. You come in, you have a claim, and the demand, and you're asking in a brutal way. That what was wrong, according to the Rambam. Over here, it's also the way they ask, but not on the sound of how you ask. It's a lot about the body language. If your body language is like, you demanding, that's wrong. That was the Rambam. But the Rambam explains that over here, according to this Tosefta, it's what they said, not the not the body language, not the sound of the words, but rather what they said. They said, That's not how you ask. You don't ask that we want to be like all the other nations. That's not the words you use. And who used those words? So why the entire nation gets punished or rebuked for a um, marriage that they ask in a wrong way. Well, if you have people that are misbehaving and the entire nation keeps quiet, everybody gets punished because of that. Everybody gets on a, a patch on the head because of that. And we know that sometimes a person could do something wrong, and everybody, the whole nation, because they didn't say anything at the time, gets punished, as we found by Kamta. But, but Kamta's story, for instance, that all the rabbis kept quiet, although he threw him out of the seuda. so he felt that, he felt very hurt by that. He, the fact that uh, that he was thrown away from the seuda, didn't bother him so much, like the fact that all the rabbis were sitting on the table, and they saw what happened, and they kept quiet without trying to stop uh, this thing w- was from happening. So that is the uh, third explanation that we just gave now you have explanation of Deran Deran says that the wording that we found that they're saying that they asking over here what? they're asking over here Melech Leshoftenu we want a king to judge us that was the request of Am Israel. a king to judge us, what does that mean? well, who judges Am Yisrael, usually those are the Bedin, the Sanhedrin. How do they judge Am Yisrael? When you come in front of a Beddin, we have our Torah. And the Torah tells us exactly what are the laws. And we're not allowed to leave the laws of the Torah and go to the Goyim courts, what we call our court. Why? Because we have our own system of judging. So therefore, if a person, let's say, finds the Avedah, so he doesn't know what should be the Lachai calls a Rabbi. And the Rabbi directs him. Let's say you need to you have a dispute with your friend, both people should go in front of beddin, they should take care of it usually. What they do is the bedin make both parties sign an agreement that abounds by law as well, that all that they decide would have uh would be decided also in Alkoch goim in case that one decides to go to Al Kahoach Algoim and take his friend. Rather, this is something that has a decision and has also a mashma'ut legally. So, the Ran says that what they ask, which means that this king would judge us not according to the laws of the Torah, but rather it's he would judge us with the laws of the land, of the goyim, of the neighbors and not the laws of the Torah. So it's a claim against the people that they're not following the laws of the Torah, and that is not something that will be permitted in any way. Because of that, they got rebuked by HaKadosh Baruch Hu and by Moshe Rabenu. Now, there's also a perush of the Ramban. The Ramban, in Parashat Vayechi, where speaks about Yehuda becoming the king in Am Yisrael, as the shevet miuda, he received the shevet, which means he would be the one ruling over the over Am Yisrael for the future. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gets angry at Am Yisrael. over here. Says the Ramban, why? What happens over here? Ma sheh Shem Hashem commended in our parasha, in 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 Shemuel. Hashem commanded to appoint Shaul as a king. Why? It was disgusting in the eyes of HaKadosh He wasn't interested at all in that. he He wasn't interested to give such a melucha. To somebody forever. Bilvad, only partial. Vilazeb Ramaza didn't want that they should have somebody ruling forever, that the Melucha should stay by him. Rather, it should be lecha melech beapi. I will give you a king when I'm interested, and I will take him away when I'm interested, but he should not stay there for a long time. Shmuel was doing that job you don't need a king when you have somebody like Shmuel if you have for instance Avraham Kanievsky leading the nation have Uvadiya leading the nation so you don't need a king at that situation. You need people to take care of all other aspects of uh what, the, what government needs to take care of. But the king, the rule, the, the leader, the one that decides when what to do and when to do, that's enough by Shmuel. So since Shmuel Ashofet, Venavi, velochem lochem M al Piashem, Otam he had all these qualities. He was the judge. He was a prophet. He used to take them to wars, which means he decides, go to a war and that war would be successful as well. Hayam ushiyah otam, al pi Hashem. Therefore, since he does everything already for them, what's the, what's the purpose of asking for a king? Lo hayalem lishol melech be'amav, k'mo shahemar lem Shmuel, vashem elokachem al who's the king? Hashem is the king. So if that's the case, you don't need another king. Vahakadosh buhu Amar lo lootcha ma'asu ki'oti ma'asu mimloch aleem. Hashem said to Shmuel, no, it's not about you, it's about me. They're not... They're not fed up with you. They're fed up with me," says Hakadosh Buhu. and because of that, they were wrong. Because of that, they were wrong. But I wanted today speak about the interesting perush of of Abba Barbanel. rejects all these perushim that we just mentioned before. Each one in his in in a different way. He brings them all in his sefer. He has a sefer in length. One of the of things that he speaks about, is this parasha, parashat melucha, pointing a king. And when he speaks about a king, he rejects all these perushim that we just explained. Each one in a different way. And then he says his own pirush, and he says the following. That having a king is a disaster for a nation. A king is a catastrophe for a nation. Why is that? Because the Rambam says, in Morene Vochim Chel Gimel Perikud, ki haMelech veHayam gvul lekitzvam. There's two things that are endless. What are they? The ocean is endless. The ocean keeps on going, going, going. If you're in the ocean, middle of the uh, of the ocean, you don't see an end. There's no end. Kikimbo going there forever. You don't come to a shore. Secondly, Hayam veHaMelech, Yam veMelech are compared. The king also doesn't have an end to his anger, which means if a king is angry, he can do anything. There's no limit. He can kill a person. He can torture a person. He can torture him without limit. It's unbelievable. When you're close to a king, you're around the king. It's just a step between you and the death because a king in an instant because you looked at him he thinks that you looked at him the wrong way you 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 raised your eyes or you lifted your eyes or you put your eyes down or you look to the right or you look to the left he doesn't like your head he doesn't like your eyelashes whatever it is you can decide take him to the gallop, kill him that's it and nobody can tell him yes or no that's the way the king is <speaking in Spanish> which means it's it's their spirit they decide the way they wake up in the morning, as we say. That's what they do. They wake up in the morning with a bad mood. It's very, very bad for you. And Shmo, Shlomo HaMelech already, in Mishlei, Perkafret already says that. He says, that very idea, befesha eretz Rabim Sare'ah. Which means, befesha eretz Rabim Sare'ah. When you have ministers, a lot of ministers, you should know that the land is sinning. But Pesha Eretz, this bad things are happening, corrupted things are happening, catastrophes are happening around the land that has ministers in it. But that is only when you have such a king that is uh could do whatever he wants. And nobody can tell him and nobody can change his mind in any way. In such a thing, you have a serious problem. And that's why Kadosh Buhu and told the nation and through Shmuel that what you're asking is actually not a good idea. It's not to your benefit. Because a king, although it looks like it's a good thing in the beginning, but in the beginning, a king could be and behave regularly. But after a certain time, it gets to him. And he feels already like somebody who has total control. And he feels and behaves and he acts on it as well. And because of that, it becomes extremely, extremely dangerous. So says the Barbanel, that is the problem with being, having a king. What is the thing that would be the best of all? Says the Barbanel. that is very interesting something that is called democracy. Now, the Abba Obenel doesn't speak about democracy openly, the, the term democracy, but he does speak about the term, and he explains it, and because of that, he says that this would be the best way of having a, a, a nation running, a government running. And the way he explains is that a king should not have his leadership, his kingdom, forever. But rather, every few years, it would it should be changed. Therefore, a king is afraid to behave the way he wants because he knows it's there, limited, and afterwards he becomes like any anybody else, and you can't do whatever you want because you're going to be accounted for it. And it says that Barbanel that that idea that it should be changed should be done every few years, maybe every every year even, because you can't have somebody ruling over the nation for a very extensive period of time. And he really says that there's no purpose in Amisrael for a king. And the reason be- for that, he says, is that a king has three purposes. One is to be the commander-in-chief and take the people to wars that are needed or defend from other people that other nations are trying to come and be aggressive towards our nation. Secondly, what you need a king for is to make laws. And thirdly, in order to punish those that don't abide by the laws. It says Abba Banel, in Israel, all three are not needed. The war itself, you have the leader appointing the people when to go to a war and it's all according to a kadosh who comment, as Moshe Rabbeinu says, Mika Am Noshah Ezrecha Asher Cherev Geavatcha VeKachashu Ivachalach V'Tal Tidroch, which means a kadosh who takes people to a war, he tells them when to go, either by Urim VeTumim, Nevoa, whatever it is, the leader, and he also makes them successful at the war. So, therefore, you don't need a leader as a king, to decide when to go to a war, when a buchu is the one that tells those rabbis, those Chachamim, those Nevi'im, when to go to, to tell the nations when to go to a war. Secondly, we said that a king is needed in order to make laws. You need to make laws all the time. It, laws are changing. You have to renew your laws. Says the Abarbanel in the in in our religion, you don't need that because the Torah already sets the laws. All the laws are in the Torah, in the Gemara, in the Halakha. It's all set up already. And thirdly, you need a king in order to punish those that he feels that they deserve punishment. They didn't abide by the law or they're doing crimes. If a person is criminal, they get punished. Who decides how and when to get punished? That's the king. Says in our Torah it's not needed we have a set of laws that tell us when Beddin punishes and when not and if somebody does something and they feel that they need to overly punish him because of things that are happening and the Torah didn't decide that this person should be punished but rather it's, it seems like you need to threaten him you need to set, a, you need to set an, an, a, a say around the nation that something like that should not be done on that it says in Sanhedrin Memvav so for all those reasons, you don't need a king at all. But rather, you, if you want to have a king, it should not be set for an extensive period of time, but rather change all the time. When, the, when that happens, that you change a king, a king consistently, a king knows that his power is limited, And he's not going to do something to hurt other people. And all those issues that we said before that a king could do things with endless anger against the people would would not be done in something like that. This is what we call today democracy. In other words, a leader doesn't have a full power, he's being appointed by the people in election once every few years, and his powers are limited. And that is what Abba Banel says, the best way to run a country, a nation. And this is why HaKadosh Buch and Shmuel were angry at the people. And this is the way that HaKadosh Buch would want to have the nation running. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.